Listening to Thoughtless Casual Gaming with Brett and Jace. Out of all the gaming podcasts in the world, this is definitely one of them. You're is making it? poor life choices. <laughs> and we we appreciate that. Uh, we're a Geelong-based gaming podcast where we usually play some games badly and then talk about how bad we are at them. Uh, and it's been a couple of episodes since we've done an Us episode. Like we it's normally talk, time. yeah, we normally talk hobby about the hobby that we've done. Uh, spoiler alert, not much. Uh, or the games that we played, which in this case is a few. So we thought we'd go for a, a bit of a, a gaming update, let you guys know what's been happening, how we've been faring in our so called games. Yeah. Specifically, we are talking the one of you know, the games nearest and dearest. So we're talking Blood Bowl. We're talking Blood Bowl 7s, which is by far the best way to play Blood Bowl. Um, and we are talking the current 7s league that we are both involved in to some degree or another. Involved uh, an interesting word, but yeah, let's go with that. <laughs> So we are at what now round? We've played three rounds. Three rounds. Round four is coming up on Monday. Uh, So far, so good with this league. Like, I mean, it's been said before, but like the fact that we're we're doing fortnightly games nights at Throw the Dice, which is probably accounting for 90 to 95% of the games, which is fantastic. It's glorious. And to have... To have, you know, sort of, you know, a dozen people in the store playing Blood Bowl for the league, like wanting to see what other people are doing and how their games are going and, you know, all of that joy. It's the best. Oh, and, and as a commissioner, the fact that I have not had to chase up anyone to play games is so good. Yeah, what, are you, what are you doing with all your spare time? Because if <sighs> previous leagues were anything to go by. Uh, I've taken up tapestry. I took up tap dancing, seeing so, you know, <laughs> I guess we're both tapping tapping something. Well, there's got to be something in our lives that we're tapping, eh? Um, so we're three rounds past. We're, we're playing six rounds this league, and then we'll jump into the finals, and then we'll be looking at sevens league number three. Hopefully having some sort of trophy for the end winner of said league that they don't hold on to for two years because we don't run anything else. Um, well, look, I have I am looking at the trophy, so it's definitely here. Yes, it's been there for a while, hasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Which is fair because I think you know before that it was at my place for quite a while, but only because I wasn't losing. Uh, anyway, round one. So, just a bit of background. I am playing Corn in the Sevens League. Now, I saw at Thoughtless Bowl 1 how badly Corn seemed to work. 
the poor guy playing corn was not having an awful lot of luck. And so I instantly thought, that's the team for me. I I don't understand. They are an amazing <laughs> team. Like they're glorious it's so good but anyway um if nothing else they are a world of fun that i highly endorse for anybody um so oh, yeah. i'm enjoying them i am enjoying them that's that whether the results reflect that or not i'm having a ball look and and i think you know both of those you know points i am currently playing Slan, Kislev Circus, take your pick depending on on where you which skin you like right um and again, the theory with that was let's take something that is a bit of a challenge. So we're playing in a league with a real mix of, you know, players that have played a little bit and some some relatively new, a couple, you know, or at least one I can think of that's playing their first ever league, maybe two, um, and, you know, first games of Tabletop Blood Bowl. So it's trying to strike that balance between something that's fun, something that's challenging, there's something that's going to keep us engaged, but also something that you're not just going to steamroll. Yeah. You know, I don't want to play on easy mode. I mean, I mean, you know, talking back to that trophy and how it stuck at my place for two seasons, I didn't go out of my way, but like the first two seasons of, and this was full 11s in the leagues that we were running, I didn't lose a game. I drew a couple in the second season, the first season, I won every single one of them. And that's not the way the commissioner of a Blood Bowl League should be no, playing. Ne- next I mean, you'll play, ne- you play the uh, sort of Gumby Bybuster at a tournament and start spanking people <laughs> at that. <laughs> ah, memories. <laughs> Yeah, no. Look, I I definitely do not want to be winning these things. I, I you know I think it was. I mean, yeah, I didn't. I don't go out of my way to lose. Let's put it that way. But at the same time, I want to play for something fun. I want to have a bit of fun with the people that I'm playing with. And yeah, it's blood bowl. Winning's not overly important. No, uh, winning is just who Nuffle decided to screw less, really. Um, but, you know, fundamentally the goal of this is to build a bit more of a Blood Bowl, you know, scene, a community and all that, you know, to grow that piece. Um, and if you're that person that just comes in and spanks the living shit out of everyone who takes an interest in the game, you don't get a lot of people coming back for game two. So yeah. this is this is about keeping it fun and engaging for us and just seeing, you know, trying to grow a little bit more of a community. That's um, it. I mean, we've all been there. We've all been part of something which, you know, especially, you know, leagues or, or days that are designed to help grow a community and somebody comes along and just doesn't know how to play not to win. Nice. Yeah, yeah. Look, do we want to name names? Because I have names. I... <laughs> there are names, aren't there? But it's, yeah, like that's – if you go all out to win at all costs, no matter what game you're playing, every People single don't game. don't want to play you, period. You're not a fun person. Please stop it, this. Find another hobby. It doesn't grow any sort of community. In fact, it kills them. So we're all here to have fun, people. Let's let's just have fun. And fuck, it, it's Blood Bowl, right? You are going to get screwed. Just yes. just roll with it. <laughs> just, just. Sometimes you just got to bite down. Um, That's it. So, round one, that was a long time ago. It was. It was. It was you know, nearly six weeks ago. 
which is not that long in the grand scheme of things, which is glorious. Can we just again talk out the momentum this league has and how excited I am for it? Anywho, who did you play? Uh, so round one, I played Alice. Now, Alice is playing Necromantic Horror for the first time. And Alice's playstyle is very much a sure there is a ball, but it's not that important. Let's just punch people. So, Necromantic Horror against Corn. Now, Corn, we pretty much, I have seven guys. No, I have eight guys on my team, of which seven have Frenzy. <laughs> I have no rerolls. Like, th- this game was just a bash fest. It was us punching each other, and the ball was the secondary concern. You know, we one half I kicked to her, one half she kicked to me. Uh, the actual attempt at scoring, I don't think, was was anything. We just hit each other a lot. Now, the problem with corn is that you've got Frenzy, right? Now, Frenzy mm-hmm. is one of those skills that works when it works, and when it doesn't work, it doesn't work. It is, it is a blessing and a curse. Yes. Uh, end result for, for round one for me was a nil-all draw, which is fine. You know, yep. draw, draws happen. It's fine. It's not a loss. It's cool. I'm fine with this. However, there was a lot of injuries. In fact, there were five injuries caused all game. Now, I'm pretty sure that I was responsible for three, if not four, of the casualties in that game. The problem was only one of those injuries was on her team. Yeah, so I'm looking at the casualty count, and according to the records here, it says Alice got four casualties to your one, but Correct. I believe you caused a number of those ones. That I are caused attributed. at least two of my own. So <laughs> the, way that, the way that Frenzy worked for me so many times, and I, I lost track of how many times that game I would Frenzy, get a push, follow up, roll two dice, get a skull and a both down. I would choose the both down. I would go down. She would be fine. I would you get would break armor. Yeah, yeah. Like right. it yeah. happened so many times. It was it was hilarious and and very corn. You know, corn cares not from whence the blood flows. And in that game, it was definitely mine. That is that is glorious. But uh, at the end of, end of the game, you know, I mean, we had six games going on that night. We had everybody show up for the first night. Six games going on, two of which resulted in draws. So I was sitting smack bang in the middle of the leaderboard, but also right at the very top of the most injured. So (laughs) I was for the next closest one was one, you know. (laughs) So I'm already, I'm ahead on blood. Accolades, Most of it are accolades. Corn, corn is laughing. Like he, yes. is, he is a happy little camper. Um, so contrary to that, my so my first game was against uh, Gertzi, who was running his uh, human team. Um, and as far as I'm aware, that was his first time of actually throwing Blood Bowl down. He played, you know, on, on PC or Xbox or, you know, pick digital platform here, um, but hadn't actually thrown tabletop down before. So there was he'd, a fair... He'd had one game, as far as I'm aware, with Bradley, like a demo game. 
And that okay, was so pretty much it. So he hadn't played Blood Bowl before. So that's <laughs> what we're saying here. Because uh, I don't know about you, but the demo game in store, you kind of get a feeling about whether the game excites you, but actually remembering any of the rules, no. No. Correct. No. Um, so, and, and the other thing that the, the PC or digital version of the game is great for, but makes me fundamentally lazy, is it calculates the tackle zones, the dodge rolls, the you know, the, the assists and all that for you. So while it's a great way to understand the concept of the game, I feel like it doesn't always give you the the detail that you need to then transfer to the tabletop. It's a secondary kind of learning curve that you hit. And that's, that's effectively what he had for game one, which is a pretty big call when you had six games and we were basically lined up on one big, long kind of giant table and all screaming at each other. Um, so that's kind of the, you know, the super hyped atmosphere that you got. Anywho, so there was a lot of him sort of going, wait, how's this work? And me going, no way. All right, let's talk tackle zones. Let's start again. So what's an assist? What's not an assist? What's all this kind of stuff? And, and kind of, again, spending some time walking through just that, that game and actually having to do the math yourself, of which there is disappointingly a lot of, and I'm not great at math at the best of times. So I apologize for all the things I got wrong. Um, effectively, though, I am always a better coach when I am coaching my opponent rather than my own team. Um, and so through all that you know, and through the situations of, okay, you could do that, but also why don't we look at something else you could do instead? Because that's an infinitely better option. Um, and even through a couple of real attempts to score uh, myself, you know, there was, there was some pretty intense cage blitzing. There was some amazing attempts at doing all of the leaps to get in all of the positions to sack a ball, grabbed it, tried to dodge out and it, you know sevens is brutal no re-rolls and no no re-rolls with leap this is fundamentally where i think the the slan team is mildly terrifying to pilot because you're so tempted to go i could just leap over there i mean i could dodge and dodge and dodge i don't have dodge and i don't have re-roll so let's not do that but i could just roll one dice and I only have to make one roll and I can just leap there and suddenly I have more assists and, and all that jazz. So I feel that, you. I feel you. Like with corn, it's very much, okay, I want to make this block. But if that fails, then I've got to think of And like, that's the same with any team. You know, I'm going to make this block, but if it fails, this is what's going to happen in my head. Mm-hmm. But with corn, it's like, I'm going to make this block, but if it, fails i need to know what's going to happen but if it uh, succeeds if it, if it if it's a push and then it fails over here i need to know something else that's going to happen yeah you've got to go through the matrix a little bit um which is look it's the joy of the team it's why they're fun but effectively the way this played out is my bullshit attempts to sack a ball from a cage and, and leap out did not go according to plan um his plan of passing to a catcher and running it down the pitch and putting it in the end zone was a little bit more safe. It was a little bit more effective. And we ended up, I ended up as a one nil loss for the first game. Uh, so casualty wise, it, look, it's one all the casualty I caused was uh, a no long-term effect, but I had a catcher out for the next game as well. 
So net loss on both the scorecard and the casualty count. Gotcha. Gotcha. All right. It's difficult, isn't it? Uh, so going into round two, I was not overly successful with my four guys that got injured. Only two of them were out for the first game. Uh, another two, so including a, a Bloodseeker, uh, that's what they call it, a Marauder? Yep. Which one's which? The Bloodseekers are the uh, strength four. Yeah, so I was down a Bloodseeker for my right. game two. You, you want those? They're good. Yeah, I know. And I was down another guy for game two. So I actually went into game two with a journeyman. <sighs> yeah. Which I thought, yeah, whatever. He's got loner. I haven't got rerolls. Whatever. The journeymans yeah. are actually not that bad. No, they're not like, that bad. It's fine. <laughs> it's just another player. Yeah. Uh, so I played Yelf with his Lizardman. Now... I think I said at the start, like, corn cares not from whence the blood flows. So this game, the dice went in my favor as far as casualties <laughs> go. Now, I I had the ball kicked to me in the first half, and then he reasonably quickly got it off me and then managed to score with a skink, which is what Lizardmen do, right? That is exactly how they play. Yep. Yeah. In the process of doing that, I had somehow found my block dice and injured a Saurus and another Skink. So by the time he's kicking back to me, about halfway through the first half, yeah. he's already down to five players. Now, I couldn't quite get the ball in in the first half, which is fine. Um, but I kicked to him second half and then managed to sort of trap him. Like I'm, uh, The skink was going around and I managed to, to pull off a, a blitz, I think, on the skink when, before he scored again. But he was still at five players. I was mm. still at seven. And I just managed to tie people up. I, I injured another skink just out for the game. So... I clawed back three injuries and then managed to get the ball off the gink relatively close to his end zone, like three squares away. I tied up his sauruses. I tied up the rest of them. I moved a beastman close enough to, to pick up the ball and potentially run it into the end zone. And it's a three plus pickup, right? Mm -hmm. I have three turns to do this. Mm-hmm. First turn. Yeah. What is it? It's, it's over 50%, right? Oh. So, first turn. Failed the pickup. Okay. He does everything he can to get out of, like, this, this cage of corn guys that I've built around the rest of the team. She'll be henceforth known as the cornfield. The cornfield, that's right. So, I mean, he was dodging away with his Sauruses on a five plus to oh, try and shit. get there. Like that, that's how desperate he was, right? Um, that obviously didn't work that often. I think it worked once. Um, but I think, yeah, look, there was there was fending in there as well and, and all sorts of stuff. Anyway. Uh, turn five, my second attempt to pick up the ball and run into an end zone for a tie. 
Three plus again. Failed the ball. Failed to pick up. By this stage, I had three guys hanging around that ball. Again, he couldn't dodge out of the way and get there in time. And so I had one more roll, one more three-plus roll that I needed him to pick up the ball and finally made it, scored in turn six. One all draw, which is not what I expected from Lizardman. I expected to be a good two or something touchdowns down. Uh, but the casualties was 3-0. So I all of a sudden found myself on top, still on top of the scoreboard for the most injured team, but also tied for the most injuries caused. So I think that's kind of fair for Corn. You are doing exactly as your deity would want. <laughs> exactly. I'm doing that. I'm doing God's work. God of murder. Ah, <laughs> uh, the best kind of God. Um, I mean, really, aren't they all really God? Anyway, uh, <laughs> my my round two game was against uh, Dylan's Dark Elves. So fun little uh, setup he's got there because he's running no witch elf. Like what the actual hell? Um, so he's running an assassin. So it's two blitzes. Uh, the assassin, oh, three blitzes and assassin. Sorry, there, that's his three positionals, uh, which look is mildly terrifying, um, just because you've got three edge, you know, two plus guys with block off the bat. Yep, reasonably solid. I have no actual combat skills to speak of, but hey. Uh, we both have we're both pretty intense on the the scoring, and we've had we had a um a practice game before the season kicked up. It was actually it was so much fun. Um, that was a bit of a score fest. Uh, this one was a little bit different. So, Dell again, I had a journeyman for this one, but it doesn't matter because it was just a lineman. But it did mean I was a catcher down. Um, Dell wins the toss, chooses to kick to me. Just happy days and look, probably not a terrible idea. Um, and I just go, fuck it, let's score some some touchdowns and played full full blown offense. Went the side cage on the the edge of the touch uh, edge of the pitch, um, and was you know three turns in with a touchdown. It was glorious. Um, Dylan, I then kick back to Dylan and he does something relatively similar. Uh, and, and just returned fire really, really quickly. Um, and that's, that's what kind, elves do. That's kind of where the game stalled. So we're both, you know, be, by halftime, it's it's one all. Yeah. Uh, I kicked Dylan and then nothing happened. Um, I mean, lots of stuff happened and frankly, his assessment went a little bit bonkers and decided to stab everybody and I had too many players off the pitch to, to do me any good. Um, but he just couldn't quite capitalize on it. I couldn't quite capitalize on attempts to sack the ball. It was just a little bit too much going on and just absolutely nothing happened. So we ended up at full time with a one all draw, no casualties to speak of, and all of the action really happened in the first half. So you technically could have gone home halfway through. I mean, I, technically the score wouldn't have changed, but 
watching nothing happen even in Blood Bowl is so much fun. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Especially with an opponent like Dylan. It was it was glorious and it was just, you know, it was actually a really tight game. The, the defense play on the second half was actually really, really good and it was how, can, how many tackle zones can you stack on a ball? How do you need to, you know, it was getting to the stage where who do we need to block to push a player into a spot so they could assist a thing or not. You know, it was, it was all that kind of jazz. So you were getting that... Um, you know, I, I remember Dylan's first season of Blood Bowl and his second season and, and actually probably his third season. Um, what season are we up to now? Um, um, six, I think. Yeah. So fourth and fifth as well. And uh, this <laughs> this season, I feel like he has turned a corner. He's, he's you know, done, done something. He's, you know, appeased somebody and he's just gone, no, you know what, this game's actually fun, but it's also fun when you play it properly. And you put down the goblins and you actually do some stuff and he's doing some really good stuff and his game has lifted a bunch. Um, And, you know, that was really me not pulling punches at all. Um, I would have quite happily scored again, could I have, alas. (laughs) (laughs) Now Dylan Dylan has has basically it's it's when he stopped playing goblins isn't it? I mean goblins as far are as fun as they come but you're not going to win very much if at all and I feel like it, it really does encourage you to take your foot off the pedal and just play for the funds which is glorious I highly encourage it it's the best but also when you're just learning Blood Bowl or you've just played a little bit, it's not a great way to actually pick up some of the intricacies of the game. Um, and I've been hounding him for a little bit just to try a different team, just to just to play something else. And he's finally picked up the Dark Elves and he's gone, oh, I get it now. Mm-hmm. And you can tell there's the, that kind of little light bulb moment and it's glorious. Those Dark Elves, they're a decent team. I, I, I've never played with them, but I've played against them enough times, and I, I do appreciate the hell out of them. You had, you had one in your, you know, Chaos Underworld. I, yeah, no, that's true. I did have one Dark Elf in my Underworlds team when I played, and he did shitloads. He was a jerk. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm sitting now currently on a loss and a draw. And I am still on two draws. All right. Round three. Round three. Now, round three, I played Lockie's Dwarves. (laughs) And look, Dwarves, I mean, Dwarves are the... I don't want to say joke, but like... there's so many memes about dwarves and dwarves players, right, in Blood Bowl. And for me, I've always I've played them and I, I've played against them a, a bunch of times and they're never my most enjoyable matches. No. They're very samey. You know, you, you can't get through a dwarves armor and they just plot up the field and eventually will score if they're doing things right, right? Yeah, and then uh, it's just a how can you and how much dodge are they negating, and you know, yes. whether you can whether you can outspeed them for a turn or so to, to keep ahead. Um, but the the game plan going in is the same. The game plan for the dwarves is the same. Um, but the flip side to that is how bloody excited 
was lucky for the, the box to draws. Oh, look, this is this is why I feel bad because he was so excited about them and like he just got very revved up and half of me was standing there when he was talking about getting the draws and half of me was standing there next to him just going I'm glad you're excited. Yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to kill this buzz. No, I don't no. Wanna, I, I don't I, wanna, maybe I, I should have. <laughs> I don't want to piss on that parade. Um, play what you're excited to play. Like that's that's very much it. Um, but yeah, it, it's and he played Skaven last season. Yeah, so that's, that's the issue. I mean, he's gone from playing Skaven, who are a, a flimsy team, but they score and they're fast and they can do a whole heap of things. And dwarves do none of that. He and fundamentally, that was part of the attraction. Like you wanted to play something different, mm-hmm. and he did absolutely pick something different. And you know, I sat in the same space, going, uh, "No, don't say it." Yeah, no, he's excited. Don't, don't rain on that parade. Um, and here we are, three rounds in, and you get to play the dwarves. Three rounds in, I get to play the dwarves, and I finish that game. And how I felt about the dwarves when Lockie was getting so excited about them, is kind of now how Lockie is feeling about the dwarves, the poor guy. He's just, he's not enjoying it. He's just, he's, I think we'll be seeing the return of Skaven or something similar next, next something. season. Yeah. Um, but yeah, dwarves, look, they're tough. Their, their armor is, I don't think I broke their armor at all, all game. It was just, you know. I was lucky. I got some down, but you know, it's, it's one cash in there, so not for me. Oh uh, no, there's one for you. Okay. Yeah. No, I I did not. I don't think I got a single dwarf off the field. I no. might have stunned one or two, but I did. Don't think I even KO'd. Oh, maybe I KO'd one from memory. Yeah, oh, I know, no. right? Uh, and this is you know this game the the dice that I was rolling in the first game kind of came back to me so there were a lot of both downs that i was rolling and what's the thing about dwarves they've all got block mm-hmm. block tackle big skull yeah like so both downs he was Don't fine care. with both downs I, I was not so much sign me up yeah yeah uh look anyway the the game itself kicked to him and then he had his whole cage thing going and then somehow I managed to get a couple of, couple of turns in, I managed to get a um, blitzing Bloodseeker mm-hmm. around the back and getting a hit on his ball carrier. All right. This All is right? sounding good. This is. And for some reason, that was one of the the punches that worked in my favor so i punched him he went straight back heading towards my end zone but straight back straight down i follow up because i'm corn and i have frenzy and i have no choice the ball bounced i would have anyway yeah absolutely ball bounced and it bounced into the hands of the blood seeker who who promptly caught it and i just i kind of looked at lucky and i'm like oh that was unexpected. <laughs> um, and then, so for a couple of turns, he spent, you know, he was getting dwarves next to me and, and I think he did it twice and I would just blitz with the Bloodseeker, manage to get the guy down and then just run the rest of my movement 
towards the ascent zone. <laughs> so somehow managed to score there. And then when he kicked to me, I kind of caged up and, and moved the moved the corn gore up and like this is this is a two nil win to me and it seems really weird. Uh I did, yeah, like you said, I had one injury against me. It happened to be another blood seeker who is out for next game. And it's my number two who has got three of my four casualties so far. So he's my big hitter. So he's out next game, which is a shame. But uh yeah, it's a two-nil victory under my belt. And it feels bad. That wasn't the plan. It wasn't the plan. And I mean, you're, you're, basically, you're basically playing for a one-all draw. Like, that's what you go in expecting. Oh, yeah. Like, especially, you know, corn versus dwarves. Like, it's when you're going in, it was going to become a just giant clusterfuck in the middle of us punching each other and eventually me going down because he's got the better armor and he's got block. And that's kind of what happened. It's just somehow I managed to score as well. Damn. Yeah. Uh, yeah, dwarves. They're a thing. Actually, as a complete random aside, I played a Xbox game against a Chaos Dwarf, just AI opponent. My God, even the AI, and the AI is not good. But no. Dwarves. Dwarves are just not the fun game. I played a season with Chaos Dwarves, like, and they're the fun dwarves. And then they are the fun dwarves because you know, at least there's a bit more going on. You've got your um, you've got non centaurs, and you yeah. Well, that's it. You've got two non dwarves, okay, and I've got hobgoblins and stuff. Um, but yeah, the dwarves are just so goddamn reliable. Um, and I, I think fundamentally that is my problem. <laughs> um, anywho, that is. Our distaste for dwarves. Uh, my round three game was against Alice's Necro team. So, look, it was an interesting matchup going in. Um, I knew that she potentially out hit me. By potentially, I mean definitely. Um, <laughs> oh, between the wolf and the golem and the wraith, like, ugh. Um, it's a bit of a Necro is just one of those teams, oh, isn't it? So good. So good. And then the scoring potential between the wolf and the ghoul. So mm-hmm. it, it had it all. Um, so knowing full well that, that was going to be a really tough game. And I feel like the game I had with Alice was almost the opposite of the game that you had with Alice. Um, so remembering full well what happened, and I don't, um, <laughs> let's not pretend. No, the way this played out is, again, Alice wins the toss, kiss, kicks to me. Or I win the toss and choose to receive. One of those two. Um, Same result. Uh, And a little bit of a a mess around. I've got both my catches now, so this is glorious. Um, But she really decides that she doesn't like the catches and wants to beat up on them a little bit. No no fun for me. Um, So somehow a blitzer ends up with the ball. And the blitzer is the one that scores my touchdown. Um, Relatively quickly afterwards, though, I flick back to Alice, Wolf gets the ball and just legs it and does the the wolf thing. And, mm-hmm. you know, so again, we're sitting at one all pretty early on. Um, and that is where both of our dice decided just to go out and have a drink and leave us to our game. <laughs> so the rest of the game was me trying to murder a wolf before I did it again. 
uh, and failing abysmally. Atlas just removing most of my team. Uh, look, she only got two casualties in that instance, uh, and neither of them were severe, but there was a lot of players not on the pitch. Um, and us failing every essential role that could involve us getting closer to scoring to literally the point where both of us were trying to pick up a ball and both of us were clearing all the tackle zones around at first and for three or four turns with, you know, two or three plus pickup rolls, no. No, that ball is going to stay on the ground. In fact, it's going to bounce off a bunch of players and then go back to where it was. Um Every single leap, you know, oh, I'm just going, it's a two plus leap. I already failed the last three. This one's fine. Nope. No, no, not at all. Um, and, you know, she was having exactly the same luck. So that second half was just a comedy of errors as two teams completely failed to do anything of value. Um, both had any number of opportunities to, to score. Um, the game could have gone absolutely either way, but neither of us could actually capitalize, pick up the ball, dodge to the place that we need to dodge to. Like it was just ridiculous. So many goddamn ones. Um, so that ended up in one all. So just having a quick look at the, the standings here, all three of Alice's games have ended up in draws. She is good. I'm trying to work out whether she's that's, doing it on purpose, but she's consistent. She's very consistent. So end of three rounds, we are sitting with two teams that are undefeated. So Gertzi's humans sitting at the top of the ladder board, uh, closely followed by Jared Skaven. So both on three wins, both on positive three touchdowns. So Gertzi scored five against two and Jared scored seven against four. What the hell? The uh, the where where it comes in to Gertzi being on top is the fact that he's got one casualty for and one casualty against, whereas Jared's got one for and two against. So he's down on casualties, which you know just bumps him down. Third place is James with his lizards. So James is doing extremely well, and then hit. Jared Skaven in turn three in game three, <laughs> and that was a three-two touchdown fest, right? Yeah, yeah. Fourth place is me. Stop it! What are you doing there? I don't know. Well, it's going to change because in round four, I am playing against James's lizards, <laughs> and I'm a blood seeker down. That's oh, that's not good. Yeah, no, that's not good at all. You need, to, you need to keep those guys on the pitch. Like lose lose someone else. I know, right? The seekers, know. The seekers are the good ones, right? right. Uh, look, it, uh, it will be interesting though because I am now trying to work out who you, James has played. But again, you know, Lizardmen, as much as they're a fun team, they're a team I really, really enjoy. I feel like the plan going into playing against Lizardmen is the same. Mm-hmm. regardless. And I'm just trying to work out who he's played and whether they've worked that out yet. So he has round one. He played Lockie. Round two, he played Val with his Wood Elves. Mm-hmm. And okay, then round so- three was Skaven. Okay. So no one, no one's unlocked. Well, I mean, Jared potentially, but, uh, yeah, it'll be interesting to see what happens now. 
he, mm-hmm. he the, the Lizards start playing against some other players as well. Such a fun team. I really, really like them. But when you've got two types of players, the hitty kind and the scorey kind, yes. one of those one of those gets you ahead on the leaderboard. Yes. Um, and one of them becomes the target. <laughs> So, all right, so you're sitting in fourth at the moment. That's a bit sitting fun. Sitting in fourth. I've got 90K inducements for the next game too because I'm a bloodseeker down, so I've got to work out what I'm going to do there. Uh, number five is Dylan's Dark Elves. So, Windraw wind loss. He's almost as consistent. Yep. Uh, underneath him, Yelves Lizards, and then Moose's Shambling Undead. They're all sitting on four points. One win, so, one draw, one loss. Uh, Moose is at the bottom because he's you know five touchdowns for five against. Uh, Dylan is on top of Yelf simply because I slaughtered Yelf's team when we played, and he's down on casualties. Right. Yeah. So then that's and that's where we hit the draw of you know the draw fest of uh, Alice's Necro. Yep. I, I'm in a very unrespectable ninth position uh, with a loss and a couple of draws. Uh, and then Val's Wood Owls, I did not expect to be this this far down. No, no. So Val, Val has, has had, from what I've seen, he's had a treeman that has a habit of rooting itself fairly early on. I'm pretty sure in the game against Gertzi last round, his tree elf rooted itself on turn one. This is this is and this memory. is again the joy of um, sevens mm-hmm. and the random skill progression. This is his dauntless treeman. Yes, dauntless treeman uh, with safe hands. <laughs> Love it. Oh, it's, that, it's the most expensive player in the league at the moment, and so both of those skills are not great for him <laughs> he's absolutely useless i love it um so val yeah i expected him to be be bounced around the top but we'll see what happens in the next couple of games uh then what we've got where are you? i've just lost the page so after val is clinton's dark elves oh, yes. yep now clinton's oh, had a bit of bad luck with the dark elves so far he had a what was it three one loss Last game to the lizard team, so that's that's hurt. Yeah, uh, and then poor Lucky, poor Lucky on the bottom with his dwarves. Um, but yeah, we've got a couple. I mean, the most Val's team is seven hundred and sixty-five team value, which is just nuts. Absolutely nuts for a sevens league. Um, it's a hundred and five k more than Moose's Chambling Undead, who comes in second. <laughs> that is glorious. Yeah, um, um, and that tree, that tree is getting drafted at any point. <laughs> oh, I feel like you know he's just piling skills on it to hopefully draft it. Like he's he's trying to force it now. Well, he um, the thing is, like he has got fifty k. I think he he bought a thrower. Bought a 95k thrower recently. And I'm like, okay, maybe he's giving up on the whole tree thing. Anyway, um, Jared is in the lead with the most touchdowns on seven, closely followed by James on six, 
and then a couple of teams on five. Best defense, least touchdowns scored against. That's me. Only one touchdown scored against me, which was the Yelps Lizards. I'm happy about that. Yeah, I'd say. Yeah. Most casualties, Alice with six, followed by me with four. Yeah. Most injured. <laughs> me with six, <laughs> followed by Mark. Mark with his uh, lizards with five. Most most of those inflicted by you. Most, yeah, well, yeah, three of them are inflicted by me. Yes, that's true. Uh, dear. Uh, you know, rest of it's all pretty stock standard, but uh, it's it's a fun league so far. Oh, it's so good. Yeah. yeah. So, like, I'm looking at next game. I think I'm playing the old lizards, which will be yep. a fun little. Ah, uh, yeah, a different game again, different opponent. I haven't played Yelf before, so I'm I'm really looking forward to it. He's um, oh, a good fun guy to play. It's gonna be, yeah. Like super every awesome. everything went wrong for him, and like in the game against me, you know, I killed, injured three of his guys. One of his guys got drafted in game two, so which I think was a Soros as well. Um, like just the dice did not go his way, and yet still came out of that he's like yeah that was really fun i mean yeah it was fun but like there's a degree of less fun when everything goes against you in a game absolutely it's harder yeah, Man, it I'm looking, good value. i am looking at round four it is going to be a cracker so we've got val's wood elves and jared skaven and forgetting where they are on the ladder that matchup is actually juicy and right for a score fest. Potential um, touchdowns every second. That could be. Turn. That could be crazy. Um, Gertzi and Dylan's Dark Owls. This, Again. This, this could be where the, the humans come unstuck. Because oh, that's that's a rough, like that's a tough matchup for, I mean, I uh, I would happily play either team against them, but that would be a, a game that you went in kind of, you know, pucker and ready. Um, who else is the the Dark Elf Dwarf match is is glorious with Clinton yes. and Lucky. <laughs> that is going to be an absolute cracker of a game. Just to, I think they're both just going to have a blast. Um, yep. And I feel like it's a chance for the Dwarves to do what the Dwarves do. Um, so we'll see how that plays out. And then the, the Dead Off. Yes. The undead against the necro. Yeah. I reckon I am predicting some shake-ups on the leaderboard. I, I hope so. Like, well, you know, like not for the sake of, you know, I really want these guys that are on top of the leaderboard to go down. I don't, no, no, no. I don't want that, but I, just, I want, I want to see, like, I want to see this league be anyone's. Yeah. I, I reckon it'll be interesting. I mean, I'm, I'm looking at, looking at the games and yeah, there's a few that are anyone's, and will shake up the leaderboard if if it goes one way or another. So it's it's super juicy, uh, and only Monday. It's not far away now. No, only a couple of days. Glorious, itching for it, itching for it. Do you reckon we could start up a second leave to play on the off Monday? Because yes, yeah, that's a thing. Look, look, dungeon bowl's a thing. Oh. And speaking of Dungeon Ball, I did get a game in. So I'll talk about it briefly. I played uh, Alice. So I was using a College of Death team. So Shambling Undead slash Necro. She was using College of Life, which is everything. What is it? Nurgle, <laughs> Snotling, 
wood Halflings, elves, elves. halflings, yeah. Um, only the second game I played, and it was a bit of fun. Again, same thing happened in the first game. The ball was found in the second uh, chest, and then it just turned into a huge pileup in the dragon room. And what happened this game was the dragon took a liking to my team and continually knocked them down and then just didn't do shit about her team. So she eventually ran it through and I made a last-ditch attempt with a golem which had to go for it twice to get into the corridor that the war dancer was running down with the ball. Made both go for it, stuck in there, and then the war dancer runs up, leaps over the top of him, dodges away, scores a touchdown. This was this was when I got the frantic message going. Wait, how does leap work? Yes, uh, <laughs> like leap leap is the the blood bowl joke of a, a skill. And anytime anybody asks what skill should I take with X, the answer is always leap. Doesn't matter what player it is, that's the joke answer for for everything. It's the first time I think I've really seen it used. <laughs> and it's, we were like, wait, wait, how does this work with, with regards to tackle zones and shit like that? And uh, So, yeah, I frantic message to you. You didn't answer straight away, so I was like, ah. Oh, I actually have to read See if book. I can work it out, out from the book, which I think I did. So. Yeah, look, it's it's not hard. It's just not as batshit broken as it yeah. used to be. Um so yeah, I, I'm like because I think you know the messages you got from me were an explanation, a quick explanation of leap, but then also wait, why are you asking about leap? Who's playing a game? What's going on here? <laughs> yes, where is this game happening? Um, How quickly then, can I be there? Um, <laughs> well, that was yeah. When was that? That was Saturday. I played that, and then Monday uh, we had plans for a fairly uncomplicated, easy five-player dungeon ball game. It's going to be stupid. Which was going to be absolutely nuts. And there were going to be people getting teleported off the off the game, like left, right, and center. And I was very much looking forward to it. Unfortunately, you couldn't make it and Dylan couldn't make it. Uh, so it turned into three players. And I had had a couple of days, for want of a better term, um, I proceeded to have a couple of days after these couple of days. But anyway, so I was quite happy to sit and watch uh, Matt and Alice play. And it was pretty much a, almost a mirror match. Like Matt is has the Shambling Undead, obviously, because that's what he's playing in the league. He also has half a Necro team because I split the box with him. Uh, so he was running College of Death against Alice's College of Life. And... I mean, a couple of things to take from this game. The ball was in the sixth chest. <gasps> it was fantastic. It took ages for it to come up. Um, and then eventually, yeah, like, because, you know, it was a six one. They obviously knew where it was. Uh, a white, white managed to get to it. And then it was just, you know, Alice was clogging up the way to her end zone and, and, Matt was trying to to get guys in and and try and clear some sort of way. He ended up like jumping back and forth on teleporters like nothing else, trying to get find different ways in. And um, but eventually, 
pretty much got most of Alice's team off the pitch uh, a couple of times from them teleporting to the wrong spot or teleporting into the portal that they had teleported from and then getting lost into the ether. Um, so eventually he was able to just, you know, knock the last solitary war dancer out of the way and, and trundle through with his um, white, sorry, white yeah, um, for the touchdown. Definitely, definitely need more dungeon ball and no ridiculous number of player dungeon ball. Yes, yes, we need to get that five player going. So pumped for that, and then life happened, and I was very angry. I was, I was literally doing that thing. You're walking around the house, just kicking things. Uh, (laughs) Angry, angry at life. Um, So there is a lot of blood bowl playing getting played, and it is glorious. More blood bowl is good blood bowl. Which probably segues very nicely into more Blood Bowl that could be played. Exactly. By, by you, so, dear listener, if you're still I mean, with us, if you haven't uh, turned off. Yeah, and, and assuming you're somewhere in a vague geographic region. Yes. So May the 5th, May the 14th, so not that far away. It's, what is it? It's like a couple almost, of weeks. Just, yeah, just over two weeks away. Thoughtless Bowl 2 happening at Throw the Dice here in Geelong. Uh, we have 20 spots available. We have six left. I think there's still six left at this stage. There might be less than that. Um, going to be a fun, fun day of sevens. Like Thoughtless Bowl 1, we had a ball doing, and we're upping the ante on this one. Like yeah. we, you may have seen or noticed that we did a – an episode a while back on the players pack. Uh, if you've listened to that, or if you've looked at the players pack, you know, that's a little bit different. You've got extra skills and stuff. There's, we have plans for this one and we are as excited as can be. I am. I am so damn excited. I, the only thing I can't decide is what team we're going to play as a potential, you know, in case we have an odd number situation happen. Can we get seven beer balls? Well, uh, I feel like, <laughs> I mean, yes, but I feel like, you know, there's probably a restriction of it. We should use the full 600K. Yeah. Or close to, to the point where we're not getting ridiculous inducements. Mm-hmm. Um, beyond that, I am open to stupidity of the highest order. So, obviously, it needs to be a legal team. So, four positionals and then a bunch of linemen. Um Max, you know, your actual team value, so we're not just giving away a whole bunch of, of points. Um, but apart from that, let's go silly. What if, what if you know, speaking of silly, what if we go halflings mm-hmm. and then we get a treatment and then for the skills we put Dauntless on the treatment? <laughs> <laughs> no, we can't put a secondary on a treatment. We put that in the players' back. Ah, damn it, damn it, damn it. Sorry. You know, I'm just trying to emulate you, Val. <laughs> Aren't we all? Like, that's yeah. great in my life. <laughs> uh, so, and, oh, I don't know what I want to play, but I need to do something silly. Yeah. No, silliness will be a, a thing, but also a good day worth of Blood Bowl 7s and fun and hilarity and hopefully some decent prizes and stuff. We don't want to say too much about what we got planned uh, just yet, but that will be for the people that turn up to see. And then for us to, to gloat about after the event. I like it. 
Yeah, there is there is definitely some plans, guys. Get excited, get involved, get in. It's a day of Blood Bowl 7s. Like, yeah. what's not to like, really? That's it. I mean, it's a, that photo you sent me earlier just made me very hard. And, uh, yeah, and then that photo that you sent me about the, uh, the, the Blood Bowl thing too, that made me equally as excited. I agree on both <laughs> counts. Uh, dear. Anyway, Thoughtless Ball 2, get on it, have a look on our Facebook. Um, and if you're interested, and you'll be able to see the event there. You'll be able to see the players pack. Uh, $15 entry, and it's just going to be a lot of fun. Full day, four games. Yeah. It's get involved, guys. It, the last one was so much fun, um, and I had to run and play in it, and it was even more fun that way. Um, <laughs> I was I was so pumped. I'm trying to work out whether I can play in this one. Um, yeah, we'll I had a blast. So the other thing, actually, because this will likely come out with an extra day to spare, um, we currently have a giveaway. We do, we do. Are you expecting to get this out before the giveaway is finished? I am hoping to, by sure. Okay, so let's just plug it anyway. So, Throw the Dice, we've mentioned them once or twice. Um, they have kindly donated a Conquest starter box. We have done two episodes about what we think of Conquest and what experts think of Conquest, uh, but this is one hell of a box. It is one insane amount of plastic crack for what seems to be a really good game. It, and it, I'm trying to resist. Problem. It is a legitimate problem. Um, I do not need another game in my life, but I kind of want one. It's, and it's then, an issue. This is right up your alley. After everything after everything we've we've researched, inverted commas, and everything that reset on the previous cars, like this is right up your alley. It's yeah. Ticks a lot of boxes, but this starter box, the two-player starter set, is bonkers. It is huge. It is jam-packed full of stuff. It's got big stuff and little stuff and very pretty things. So all the things you would need for yourself and a friend to, to start playing Conquest. Um, all you need is a friend. Sorry, we cannot help you. Well, you could become a Patreon and we might have to play a game with you. And then you could make us play Conquest. I'd be for that. Yeah, let's do that. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, if you want a chance at winning this, just jump onto our Facebook page again. There are two posts, two possible ways of getting entries into the giveaway. We will be drawing that early next month once I have enough time to stick all the names on a wheel and make it work test it before we actually do the um the live draw because i don't want the live draw to be a uh, too many names can't see it can't work out who's won anything like that i don't see a problem ah, look, yeah i just i want it to be perfect uh so we'll be drawing that sometime early so i'd say next week sometime uh and i'll do it live on twitch so that yeah keeps us honest yeah absolutely so two possible ways to get entries into it. Uh, you can also get free entries if you are a Patreon. So you know, if you think that we're at all adequate at this podcasting shit. Uh, and and we are not. We're not. But, if, not, you but if you think that, 
but more importantly, all the Patreon money goes into the giveaways. Now, like I said, this one is kindly donated by Rich. Next month, we will be right back into spending Patreon's money on giveaways and we will have to discuss that off air as to what we're doing for next month. Um, but if you want to join, jump on board, jump on our Patreon. Links are in the uh, description. Uh, they're on the Discord. And if you join up as a Patreon, we will shout your name out like I am going to shout out James's name. Thank <gasps> you. Now, James stopped being at Patreon and then joined up again. Oh, he just wanted a second chat. Within the same, same month. So technically he didn't miss anything, but I'm still going to give him a chat out because that's what happened. <laughs> um, but, yeah, that's that's about it for me. Anything else you want to push? I mean, a- apart from drugs to small children, no. Um, <laughs> no, look, that is, that is lots of stuff. Yeah. There is lots of stuff on Blood Bowl, Thoughtless Bowl 2, Get in, get involved, uh, and other things as well. Yeah. No. Thank you very much for listening. If you have enjoyed it, God help you because I think you've got mental issues. But if you have enjoyed the podcast, um, give us a follow on Spotify, Facebook, Podbean, Twitch, Twidbean, Discord. Jump into Discord, have a chat with us. Um, you can also rate podcast now on spotify which is something i found out recently so, yes yeah if you you want to give us a score out of five yeah i'm not going to tell you which score that should be but um we'll know we'll know and if you don't rate us we'll just assume that we're a five out of five which to be fair to be fair Anyway, thanks for listening. That is all I have. Catch ya. Oh,